0: to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. I lost a sale last week. It was right there in front of me. It was easy. All I needed to do was do the right things, and I jacked it up, and I lost it. And I want you to be the beneficiary of my mistakes so you don't make the same mistakes and lose a sale like I did. I don't lose many. Lost this one. In this podcast, I'm going to give you some lessons that I learned. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Bill Caskey, Back at the Bill Caskey Podcast. I wrote an article the other day for LinkedIn uh, on a deal that I uh, lost, and I got, uh, I don't know what latest count is, but... Thousands. It's almost ten thousand. I'm not sure. It's, but it was five very quickly, and I thought, well, you know what? Everybody wants to. Hear, everybody wants to hear the expert fail, don't they? Uh, you know, I do coach people and train people and speaking and doing. Coaching and training for many years, and and I feel like I'm pretty good at what I do. I feel like I'm, uh, I've embodied some of the principles, but sometimes you miss. And I shared a uh, situation that I missed, and people liked it. So I'm going to share a little bit more on this podcast with you than I did in the LinkedIn article because I love my, I love my podcast listeners. If you are interested in uh, doing something with me or talking to me, you can go to billcaskey.com. There's plenty of ways that you can get in touch with me. Uh, That would be great. You can also sign up for our email list as well. It goes out weekly-ish. So I lost this deal, and the saying is you can't lose what you never had. So technically, I didn't lose it. I just didn't get it because it wasn't wasn't all set up, and and I screwed something up like in the delivery, and all of a sudden they said, you know what? We hired you, but now you're fired. It was in the sales process that I, I missed some things. And I want to share with you f- uh, four or five things that I missed because I think we all miss these. And when I look at closing percentage today, it's in the f- teens, let's say. And your business might be different, but the one indicator is how, how, much, how many deals do you close out of 100? And when it's in the teens, I feel like, well, we're doing something that's off. We're missing something in the process it's causing that close rate to be so low cuz i do think teens is low. I typically i think you'd need to be closing 50 to 80% of the deals that you quote on. If you're not something's wrong in the process. Nothing wrong with you. Let me make that clear. Let me be clear about that. It's something's wrong in the process. Either you weren't talking to the right person or they weren't saying the right things or you vaulted over. I mean, you you would have some influence and control over it, but it's not that you're a bad person, it just happens. So Here's a couple things that I learned in this. Number 1, I was talking to the CEO and the VP of sales. Actually the president, there's a CEO founder and then a president. I was talking to both of them, but I missed a a very important person on the team. And I didn't even think that he was involved in the influence of this decision. I thought I was talking to the right people, and I just wasn't. There was one person who ended up having a lot more influence than I thought he did, and maybe even that my contact thought he did, and he swayed things. And I wasn't, even, I wasn't even a factor then in this because he didn't know me, he hadn't spoken to me, might have listened to a podcast or two, but there was no relationship there. So that's one thing that you might consider is if you think you're talking to the right people, even if you're talking at the top Be careful. You might be missing someone who has influence and who has the ear of the top people. And if you're not with them and don't have any kind of relationship, I didn't didn't have a bad one. I didn't have any relationship with this dude. Okay, so number two, I never got to the excruciating pain that they were feeling by not training their people. I got to some level of it. I got a little bit of indicator that there was something else there, um, but I got a little, I got a little attached uh, quickly for a lot of different reasons that I won't go into. But I, I didn't do a good job of finding the excruciating pain, what was really going to happen if they decided not to do anything and they just kept doing business as usual. And the fact is that they may not have had much. Uh, they were growing at a pretty decent pace. They had a great year last year. They had a really good quarter. They were up 25%. What I never asked was, and this is kind of number three, there was some subtle signs that I should have picked up on that I didn't. And shame on me for that. One subtle sign was, he says, we're growing at a good pace, to which I should have said, well, why why are you wanting to tamper with success? Why would you change anything if you're growing like crazy or growing at a at a you know acceptable rate? Why are you even talking to me? Why don't you just keep keep the train rolling? I mean, keep it's it's going downhill. Everything's good. Fifteen percent. I don't know what the numbers. What doesn't matter. But I didn't say that. Uh, I said I said something like, "Well, then what's what's the purpose of training?" Which is a little bit different question than, why don't you just keep going? And I should have asked that, and I did not. Another thing, this is number, well, this is, falls under the subtle subtle things that I didn't pick up on. And, and by the way, this is something that you can use. If someone is interested in you, but you have not found the excruciating pain that's the real core reason and not just business pain i want to i want to hear the personal what's in this for them personally and how will they either lose if they do nothing benefit if they do something so i want you to think about that uh, next time you are with someone are you really asking the questions and are you pushing back when you need to another thing that was a subtle yellow flag or clue is that the president of the company uh, i had heard was was talking with a large training brand. I'm not going to say who it was, but you would have heard of them. A large, large training brand. And they do very different things than what we do. Number one, all their all their material is uh, from the night straight out of the 90s, straight out of Compton. Uh, it's all very high pressure. You might know who it is. It's all very, uh, uh, it's all kind of manipulative. And I heard they were talking to them, but then I thought, well, are they talking to them? I didn't ask. I didn't go deep into that, and I should have. not necessarily because I was going to arm wrestle with this big training brand, but because I could have found out more about why was he even the, these two companies are totally different. I'm a training boutique. I do a lot of one- to one coaching. I mean, you get me and your firm and i'm I'm there with you. it's it's very high touch. Uh, call me before calls, call me after calls. I mean, I'm available. I mean, I, I only take five or six corporate clients, so I've got I've got the time that I've carved aside. His, the, what he bought was totally different than that. Now, it could be perfect for him, and I know it was a lot less money, but I never got into that conversation, and I, I should have. I didn't. Uh, number uh, four, I got a little too eager to close the sale because I felt like I was talking to all the right people. And uh, I probably vaulted over some important parts of my process. For example, here's one thing that you can take away from this. If you find that your potential clients typically do some kind of behavior that leads to a result for you, in other words, most of my podcast listeners either with the Advanced Selling Podcast or the Bill Kasky Podcast. By the time they get to me, if they call me, if you call me on the phone, or you book a book a call with me, and you're a listener, I know that you're 50% of the way there. I don't have to really talk to you about you know the content, the philosophy. You kind of know that. I mean, what will work out is, is it a good fit and does it make sense? And do you have, do you have goals that you want to accomplish and pain you want to fix? Those are the very simple questions. But when a person does not hear the podcast or has no it's it's almost cold they might have heard some good things about about me or about you but you need to be able to think well how am i going to get them a little bit a little bit more uh, oriented to me before i have that first call i didn't do that and i think that hurt me we had a great meeting, a couple of great meetings, but uh, there was no experience of Kasky there. There was no, he hadn't attended a webinar, hadn't listened to a podcast, hadn't watched a video. And I should have asked him that. And I should have said, we're not going any further until you do that. That's how adamant I need to be and will be in the future. And uh, because I know that it's a waste of fricking time, it's a waste of time to, if, if I'm if I'm up against two other vendors, I wasn't in this case. It was just one, I think. I don't know. Who knows? But if I'm up against two or three other people and they haven't listened to anything, I'm dead. I'm dead. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm dead. Why Why you continue? I, it's, I'm, I'm one for 50 doing that. However, if they've listened to a podcast, if they follow me on LinkedIn, if they're, if they're familiar with the content, the philosophy, I'm, I'm 60 to 80% close rate. So that's the that's a huge difference. So you have to ask yourself that question is, what are some things that your prospect could be doing that would make that deal a lot more inviting, get to, getting to know you a little bit before that first call, especially if it's a cold or they, you don't have any relationship with them? So this all gets down to sales process, mindset, mechanics. I didn't ask the right question. I didn't dig deep where I needed to. I didn't address some issues. You might say, well, geez, Kasky, why would I learn anything from you, given how awful you did this one? Uh, I still think we were close, (laughs) be defensive here. I still think we were close on this and I don't know that it's over because, uh, when we had our post call, uh, discussion kind of sayonara so long, good knowing you. Uh, we're, we've got a meeting scheduled for, uh, I don't know, 30, 60 days, something like that, where we're going to sit down and talk. And it could be that they're they're not signing a long agreement with this company. It's kind of a month-to-month thing. So they may find that it's not helpful. So I, I'm I'm not mad at them, kind of mad at me. And then I thought, no, oh, I'd be mad. It just happened. So I wanted to share those things with you and be be open and honest and transparent that we all miss things and i think it's okay to talk about them that way and if there's anything that i've said here i've given you four or five ideas just make sure your process is airtight and don't be afraid as i was or leery whatever the word was to bring up some of these subtle clues that i heard that i just didn't bring up and if i had of uh, things might have turned out different or they might not have. Uh, go to BillCasky.com. i love you guys who subscribe and listen every week and if you uh, want to leave a review good, bad, or indifferent. I would love that. It helps our show. And I will see you next week.